Don was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. His squats opened a wormhole, and that's what led them here. The trap inside a magic studio. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Bradley and Dawn. A Mike Ganger production. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk 1071. It's November, you guys. Oh my God. Can you believe it? We made it finally. I know. Been waiting all year for November 1st. Well, me too. Actually, for a different reason, because I'm so swamped with paranormal stuff. But yeah, you get a break now. Um, Mike and I can take over with our holiday celebrations, sure. but I know you love the the season, too. Well, actually, we're going to talk about it a little bit later in the show. Mike, how many days has your Christmas tree already been up this year? Uh, since Saturday. So okay. how many days that is? That's Five. a lot more than me. Mm-hmm. And Dawn, yeah. I imagine you don't have a tree up yet. No way. If you're Team Mike, though... Let us know because I guarantee there are a lot of other my talkers out there who are furiously putting up their garland as we speak. Well, which I'm here for. I'm fine on November first and after, but before that, I'm like, let Halloween happen. People, you know, when I started this fine radio experience a hundred million years ago, back in the Stone Ages, um, it was a thing to like do that after Thanksgiving. Yeah, and now it's literally the day after Halloween. Which is, I'm actually fine with because I, and we're going to talk about this later. I don't know why I'm talking no, about it now so ahead. I can it's shut totally up. It's totally fine. Just, but who cares? I'm like, give it to me. The world is such that we need the warmth of something comfortable and relaxing and familiar and nostalgic yeah. and cinnamon spiced and warm. Yes. And clove scented i think it's great so. i mean yeah i'm i'm all for christmas happening sooner because la, 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 la. because yeah you want you have all this stuff and you don't just want to put it out for a month well, right no, and then it's like over and then like january 2nd is just trash from like january 2nd until about may may <laughs> <laughs> well fifth yeah, it's right? like between January and February, you, you just, just have Valentine's Day, and it's like, uh, Well, and let's be clear. Yeah. The, uh, I, I don't think anybody actually likes Valentine's, except for maybe like the first year you're in a relationship with someone. Every year after that, it's just, you know, here's my card. Uh, you're still here. No. Yay. <laughs> or it's single people who are like, screw that. Yeah, I ain't exactly. buying into your Hallmark holiday That's moment. Right. I'm not going to feel guilty for being alone. Oh my gosh. So right. You're right. And then Easter, like if, if you're like, you There's know, St. Patrick's day, which is really just for Christian or something. Sure. Other than that, it's like, give me some, you know, give me a Cadbury cream egg and I'll be fine. Uh-huh. Right. Like, so let's make the most so of we Christmas have to now. enjoy it while yeah. we can. La, okay. la, 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 la. All right. Before we get to that, though, we do kind of have to go back to some sad stuff. Yeah. Only because it's the top pop culture and entertainment story of the week. And frankly, for a long time, mm-hmm. the pathing. Dawn. What? I just said pathing. What did you mean to say? Passing of Matthew Perry. Yeah. The passing of Matthew Perry, 
very surprising, shocking, tragic, and sad this weekend. The news is still developing in terms of learning about what led to his untimely death. And truly, we don't know fully what has happened, nor do we really probably need to. But because this is a public figure, because he passed away suddenly, prematurely, for most, and because of his own personal struggles and journey, I think the public is keenly paying attention to where the story goes because they love Matthew Perry, Mm -hmm. um, but they want to know, I think, you know, okay, I'm just going to editorialize. You tell me what you think. I think a lot of people are just hoping that it wasn't drugs and alcohol that led to his death. Of course. And I will say there's hope in that front. If that's something you're just sort of thinking about in the back of your mind, because biography it's just like, you're really rooting for him. The TMZ story from this morning was, that he tested negative for fentanyl and meth, according to initial tests that TMZ says were carried out. Law enforcement sources told TMZ that investigators ran some tests and they did not initially find fentanyl or meth in his system. Now, I know that sounds kind of gross and like, ugh, it's heavy and it's a lot. But I think a lot of people, and myself included, are thinking perhaps... He had been through so much. He had been on such a tumultuous physical, totally physiological, mental, psychological journey of pain and abuse that maybe it, that just took its toll on his body. Yeah. Um, so, so this would be a good development, I guess, if, yes. we're, if, we're, if we're trying to look for a silver lining in this very tragic story. And really, it's, you know... The hope he inspired many people, but really just overall for me, I started crying about this last night because I started to think about part of his book. I was looking through his book and I just teared up a little bit because I'm like, I just wanted him to be okay. It's not really like, oh, you know, so many people, you're responsible for their sobriety if they looked up to you. It's not really that. It's just that I would, I just, I don't know him, but he really let us in, in that Mm -hmm. book. And you just hope that he wasn't sad or didn't relapse like that's what i hope for him you know that he was in a good place yeah but Um, even if you know i i'm gonna just like play that through that could have happened mm -hmm. that does happen all the time in fact i have lost a number of people in my own life to drugs and alcohol and their active addiction but Mm. at a time when they we thought perhaps they were sober and come to find out they're not so that does happen and Mm -hmm. that is a very tragic thing but i don't think it's any less uh, or how can I put this for myself? Mm-hmm. It is sad regardless. And it is just to say that no matter where you are on a journey of addiction and recovery, you are never fully recovered. And so I think when people see someone relapse and then perhaps have consequences, which ultimately may lead to their death, that you want to, look down on that or somehow frown on that or feel bad about that mm. or be sad about that or um, point fingers at that, yell at that, be angry at that, right? Like all of those emotions are totally normal and acceptable. But at the same time, it is just to say that addiction will always carry that danger. You, it never leaves you. It is always there. Yes. And even if 
he did not pick up a drug or pick up alcohol immediately before he passed away. You have to believe that his death in some way was following, you know, the journey that he was on. So it just it's all I'm saying is it's an opportunity to just sit with the tragedy of addiction wherever it is, even if you have been recovered for decades and what have you. Addicts and alcoholics still carry that with them every single day of their lives and are and should be, thanks to stories like this, keenly aware that you will never truly be recovered, which is also for us, again, I'll speak for myself, a very um, strong motivator mm-hmm. to continue to work on what you need to work on and to continue to reach out in the way that you need to reach out. It is a good reminder for everyone, even if you feel like you're years away from the worst parts of your addiction, if that makes any sense. It does. And thank you so much for sharing that because I didn't think of it that way. I was sad at the possibility. You should be. I mean, I'm not trying to take away your feelings. Oh no. I, I mean, come on. It's, but it's so good to hear from you who you've been sober for how long now? Uh, 21 years. Oh my God. That is amazing. And, only somebody on the inside of it could explain it that way. So thanks for opening up that much. Well, I'm just saying for me when I, cause I know it's real. you just want to be sad about it and I get it, but there's yeah. a lot of hope in there, but there's also a lot of truth in there. So like in the death of someone like Matthew Perry, it's an opportunity for people in recovery and those who are surrounded. I mean, we all know whether you have like if you are in recovery yourself or have a loved one, most people know and are pretty close to somebody who has struggled with the issue of addiction, which is, I think, in part why this story continues to be at the top of headlines, because you don't have to throw, you know, a stone very far before you're going to come across somebody struggling with or having struggled with addiction in their own lives whether it's drugs or alcohol or money or gambling or yeah you name it right totally yeah and i'm sure there are a lot of um just people out there the normies like us and then celebrities who deal with it because they have unlimited access Mm -hmm. to uh, with money and privilege to which is even more dangerous, it seems like, you know? Yeah, I would feel like the more famous you are, the more dangerous it is because people are so willing to put you on a pedestal. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, you're amazing. And as an addict, I can tell you when people tell you you're amazing, that can be a very powerful drug. Sure. And also excuse Mm -hmm. and get out of jail free card. Right. That turns out doesn't actually get you out of anything. No. But so I can see where someone like Matthew Perry would be incredibly like that would almost be an extra challenge. Not almost most certainly was an Mm -hmm. extra challenge for him. And I'm sure he talked about that in his book about how fame and and the career that he was in Mm -hmm. added to the complexity of his addiction. Totally. He talked about that. And, you know, growing up with alcohol in his family. Mm. um, And I don't know if you've ever experience this but you know it seems like from the perspective of his he's just was a really super nice guy when he was there wasn't a lot of outward activity that would be harmful to people it was like a passive thing like not showing up to the set and he filmed a movie in dallas that my boyfriend at the time worked on called serving sarah oh wow and he ended up just not like they had to 
stop shooting and had Elizabeth Hurley in it and just start shooting later on after he went to rehab, which he talks about in the book um, in L.A. So a lot mm. of people lost their jobs. But from what I understand, he was staying up all night playing video games and partying with the crew and like making friends with the crew and was never mean. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think sometimes that kind of um, behavior when you're an addict it's harder to solve the problem because people are like, well, they're not acting out in any way. They're not getting oh, arrested. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It's like, no, I had people nice... who would be like, oh, you're not really that bad when you're drunk. You're just a lot of fun. And See? it's like, yeah, here's the problem. That's... though. For you, I was a lot of fun. But for the people I had to be responsible for, the people I had, whom I had to be responsible to mm. it was not a lot of fun when I didn't get up or I yeah. wasn't able to pay the bills or whatever, you know, whatever yeah. the thing was. So I can absolutely see how. How, um, yeah, you know, that could be an issue. Yeah, for sure. So we'll be continuing to follow his journey. And um, I did like there was a really good article that I put in our show links from The Hollywood Reporter. Just how he it says masterfully walked the line between mirth and melancholy. Mm. Like nobody else has done that really as well as he did. Yeah. It was just a real... Oh, just, I mean, all of his characters had that layer and complexity to them, Mm -hmm. even if you're like, okay, it was just friends. But really, it was just, he was a master at that. And I'm glad that, I wish he could see all this love, you know. Oh, I'm sure he is. Maybe he's, you know, hanging around a little bit to see it. Um, I do want to share something amazing, too, before we head to break, because our good friend Mike has all the latest from Hollywood and a dirt alert just around the corner. But before we leave, we did get a very nice little note. We did? Do you want to? Me to read it to you? Yeah. This was dropped off today from someone you are very familiar with, Bradley and Dawn. Thank you so much for representing Brave Like Gabe and so generously and sincerely as part of this year's Project Ten and Dirty. We were honored to be on your team and can't thank you enough for all you did to support us. Here's to more together in the future with hope, Alyssa. Oh my god. From Brave Like Gabe. Oh, thank you, so Alyssa. Thank and you. thank you, my talkers. Yes. Frankly, um, that's a big thank you to you guys, actually, because without our listeners, we would not have raised any money. And it was other than what came out of our own pocket, which was not enough. So <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, Brave Like Gabe. Absolutely. Thank you, Alyssa. And Mike, you got any dirt over there? Oh, yeah. There's plenty of dirt. Fabulous. We'll get right to it on the other side of this here on MyTalkAside.com. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. He has the latest in entertainment. It's my car producer with the Dirt Alert. Yes, it's our daily check-in on the SAG after negotiations. They continued yesterday, and in a video to the uh, union, uh, SAG after chief negotiator Duncan Crabtree Ireland, which is just a fantastic name, emphasized that the union needs to keep working until it is satisfied. Uh, it did sound like there were some, uh, he says in, in this quote, I have uh, been cautiously optimistic so it sounds like talks went pretty well yesterday they got through a lot of stuff uh just a matter of uh getting to that final finish line and as he said in the statement they got to keep pushing hard with what they really want on the important parts of the agreement such as ai that is what is on the table now and the deal cannot be done unless there's a fair deal as it pertains to ai Mm, well that's the next hurdle it sounds like yeah for sure um do you think that the furby that Fran Drescher has on the negotiating table or the um, the little jelly cat yeah. plushie. Do you think that helps? 
me? Yeah. Absolutely not. I think, uh, yeah, when you sit down with billionaires trying to have hard negotiations, I don't think pulling out a a little plushie saying it's your emotional support plushie is going to help you get your side. Also, going after children's Halloween costumes. There's that, too. You kind of aren't selling it. Yeah. But good luck to them. We do want them to be successful. We do. So that we can get back to work. Um, Dawn and I have many projects that we've been putting on hold. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We need to get, we need to move forward. Speaking of getting back to work, they are expected to start those talks up again today. Okay. So I did Some see that news. a, that a deal was close. It exactly. That was that cautiously optimistic yeah. line. He's, he's, it sounds like things were good yesterday. They got through some stuff. Good. Now they're kind of stuck on AI. Okay. Yeah. But as we've talked about, it's going to be a three-year deal. Mm, AI is going right. to be so different in three years. Like how much negotiation really, I, mean, I, I don't know. It's yeah. tough. Yeah, but just get something done right now. Get I'd her say, done! And yeah. then, yeah, you got to take a look at it as it develops. You can't mm-hmm. make a plan for 10 years. Exactly. Right. They did call Brittany, though, to see if she would be involved in the negotiations. Oh, here And we go. here's what she said. That's your turn. That's your turn. And Fran was like, honey, that's your turn. Okay, stop. Oh my God. And Brittany said, mind your business. Okay, let's yeah. move on. I thought you were going to play mind your business. So mind your, oh, I could do that. Yeah. Hey. Mind your business, bitch. The Rolling, Stones, like, okay. <laughs> the Rolling Stones are not doing that. They are uh, celebrating again as they've got a top 10 album and now have officially become the first ever act to have a Billboard 200 top 10 album in each decade since the 60s. Wow. Oh my gosh. That that's is incredible. Amazing. They had 13 top 10 albums in the 60s, 12 in the 70s, 6 in the 80s, 3 in the 90s, 2 in the 2000s, and 10, or excuse me, 1 in the 10s, and now. One in the twenties, two thousand twenties. You think they'll have one in the thirties? I doubt it. You oh, you never know. I mean, you know, just record it now. And I, then those stones are still rolling, man. They sure are. <laughs> wow. Well said. That was okay. nice. Uh, they have uh, the most top ten albums of all time with thirty eight, just be ahead of Barbara Streisand with thirty four. The Beatles and Frank Sinatra each have thirty two. Barbara Streisand. Oh, I can't mm-hmm. wait for Barbara. Her book is coming out. come out in November. Yeah, sometime. Save your audible this credit. Week. Yeah. yeah. And if you've ever wondered why Reese Witherspoon has not been in any darker themed movies, whether they be psychological thrillers or horrors or any sort of movies like that that pertain gore or darkness, it's for good reason. She says, nobody wants to see me in that. They want me in light, excited movies. I want to be able to uh, let young girls know that they can uh, be women in this world and it's a beautiful thing and a wonderful thing. And that's why she wants to only have those light, airy roles. That's weird. That's what she said. That's just an odd turn. Like, I want women to know they can be not scared and horror-y. Yeah. I, yeah. It's like my role is to bring people light in, in the midst of darkness. Okay. I guess she's saying. Yeah. yeah. But I think women might want to be dark, too, occasionally. Right? Yeah, exactly. Dawn at dark. Hey. <laughs> when we come back <laughs> here you. on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn, we're going to solve riddles, mysteries, Juicy bits of gossip with the names left out. Mike, you got any blind items? Oh, I certainly do. Fabulous. You're only going to get them on this program. It's called The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers, it's Bradley for my good friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Now through December 5th, buy more and save more with huge rebates on Hunter Douglas Silhouette and Pirouette and PowerView Automation. Purchase one to five Silhouette or Pirouette with PowerView Automation, get a $50 per unit rebate. Purchase six to ten 
10, get a $75 per unit rebate. And if you purchase 11 or more, get a $100 per unit rebate. Rebates can include a mix of silhouette and pirouette with PowerView automation. Limitations and restrictions apply. Ask for details and don't forget that select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades still qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200 through the end of the year. Exclusions and restrictions apply here too. Visit littleblindspotmn.com today for more information and to schedule your free in-home consultation. Don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot, we're big on service. S-J-O-Y. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain, and this is Blinded by the Item. Blind items are celebrity gossip with the names left out. Together we'll play detective to figure out what the item is telling us about our favorite celebrity. Oh, post-Halloween. So much going on, Dawn. In the world of celebrity gossip, yes. Uh, we have Are Matthew Perry's uh, death that we're getting news about um, that, you know, toxicology I will reports. Say, I will say, though, Dawn. Yes? Not a lot in the blind items, which is a good thing. Oh, well. That story, I'm, I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, we haven't heard anything about that. And then, yes, I'm I'm still making my way through Britney's book. Good. Hurry up. I'm almost done. <laughs> I know you're almost done. <laughs> um, but I imagine a lot of our audience is fully into reading that book. And it's just, if you really want to hear Brittany in her own words, I can't recommend that book highly enough. It's not going to be the most earth-shattering book you've read all year. But I think you're going to just, you know what I'm where I'm at right now? And I don't know, this is probably selfish, but I'm kind of like, okay, Brittany, you could probably just take a social media break now. We got your book. Yeah. Go off and do you. Mm-hmm. Because we don't, you know what I mean? Like, I kind of want her to just be able to live her life without pumping I don't want to have to talk about her in the blinds. True. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't want to hear about Sam drama. Yeah. I don't want to hear about people pulling her over. I want to I want to see that she has friends. Yeah. I think. Like, all the people she's shouting out to, like Mariah Carey in the book and Reese Witherspoon. And, you know, it's like. Well, you hear that, and you know that your book, your name is in her book, and she speaks highly of you. Reach out. Yeah, you but know. I feel like there's still people around her that are circling, <sighs> trying to keep their mitts off of her. Well, we can't solve that today, but we can solve some blind items. Whoa, good transition. Ooh, let's do it. Let's get it started here. I'm blinded by the item with this one. This network reality star was being her normal rude self to a man who was trying to talk to her until she realized that man was a senior vice president at Netflix. <laughs> then all of a sudden, she became super nice and friendly oh, and even God. a little flirty. Oh. Network reality star, Dawn. Yep. Network reality star. Um, hmm. Julianne Huff. See, you guys are just getting too oh darn gosh, good. Oh my gosh! Out of all the, oh my gosh! Of all well, the network reality stars. I was doing world. that thing where mm-hmm. I was saying to myself, "Network and what network reality yeah. shows are I mean, on Big anymore?" Brother, Survivor, stuff like that. The Amazing Race. I mean, with female reality stars, yeah. and the only one I, that came up in my mind that also perhaps has had some reputation in the blinds for not being the most kind. Yeah. Hers was the only name that came up. Anyway, fill in the blind. Well done. According to this blind, Julianne Huff was uh, her normal, rude, awful self to a man who was talking to her until she realized that man was an SVP at Netflix. And then all of a sudden she became nice, friendly, and even a little flirty. Oh, God. Oh, I'm embarrassed. I wonder if she's trying to get like uh, 
you know, like a deal over at Netflix for that lifestyle stuff she does. Oh, gosh. That weird breathing stuff. Remember that? Yeah, that was like where she does like <laughs> orgasmic moans. Yep. And it was like that. really kind of extra. <laughs> I, yeah, there was a lot of secondhand embarrassment when I watched it. But good luck to you, ma'am. Good luck to you. <laughs> can we make that a t shirt? Good yes. luck to you, ma'am. Yes, we can. <laughs> All right. Do you have another one? Let's do it. <laughs> Well, this is a pretty clear sign that the Crisis PR team isn't working too well for mm. the A-list singer who likes to act. Crisis oh. PR firm. So there's a crisis with this, a... This is pretty... Yeah, it's pretty clear that the Crisis PR team isn't working out too well for the A-list singer who likes to act. Guga? Is it Ariana Grande? No. Ooh. Quick So she's on that an one. A-list singer... Who likes, who likes to, act. to act. Where do you get these she? Oh, oh he. We're so judgy. Is a singer. No, we're just misogynist. <laughs> yeah. Um, He. He is problematic. A, he likes to act. It's not oh, Justin Bieber. Oh, it is Justin. It is a Justin, though. Timberlake. Yas, queen, yas. Clearly, the crisis PR team isn't working too well for the A-list singer who likes to act. That's probably why he took his family and kids to Cabo and ran away from all of the uh, limelight. I don't blame him. I don't either. If I could pick up and go to Cabo, (laughs) I mean, I would. You know, look, no love lost for Justin Timberlake, but I do appreciate that the kind of celebrity Justin is, is not going to say anything. About no, all the folder all around no. Britney. He'll wait until it goes away. Despite the fact that it weighs on his ego heavily. But I think his ego is such that he thinks that he will outthink everyone by just going away mm-hmm. and not responding and then doing something big on his own time. Mm-hmm. But this will never, like, it's you done. Guys, it's we not are gonna still go away. talking about Janet Jackson. Yeah. That he has never shed that. What year was that again? It's a long time ago. I was way back in Missouri, like 2007. <laughs> I was way back in Missouri. 2000, I don't know. Um, I can't remember. It was a long time ago. 2000s. My point is, he's still dealing with that. 2004. He should. 2004. I was going to say, I feel like it was really, but you know, 19 years ago, and he still has that reputation. And anything that's, any story that's connected that sort of reinforces that, like mm-hmm. jerk status is just going to keep it going. Yeah. So I don't know. He's caught between a rock and a and his, jerk place. Yeah. And his actions actually. So, well, yeah, no, I mean, it's, I'm not saying that's not him. Oh, right. And it's also shame on everybody who kind of supported that narrative. You know, what narrative, the narrative, especially with Janet Jackson of like, Oh, it's her fault. She did, oh. you know, Oh, he just yeah. innocently. I mean, it clearly it was planned. And then it was like, uh oh, she did this thing. And it's like, no, you knew, you knew. But yeah. I don't know. She just got blamed for everything. And it's a shame. I do want somebody to do the documentary about what it is about Justin Timberlake. Yeah, like you could just say he's a jerk, but okay, let's deconstruct that because I think it's probably a more fascinating story about why that stuck to him. Mm. Not because he, it didn't, wasn't deserved, what have you, but a lot of celebrities do things that 20 years later we. Kind of go, oh, remember that? I mean, I did stuff. 
Yeah, of course, right? We all have, but for him, (laughs) he has not shed that, and I'm curious as to what it is about the way he continues to operate. Yeah, he continues to do things. That's the problem. If you just kind of like, oh, everybody was like that back then, and the society was different. Well, and everybody would, I think, face it head on and apologize, or at least see, like, show that they've moved on or changed. But because then he would be admitting guilt. Yeah. But that's that's what's interesting to me, right? Because that just shows his ego, mm-hmm. um, which is and the people around him who say, "Don't you dare say anything." He did apologize for the thing in New Orleans, but that's about it. Well, did he though? Anyway, yeah. all right. Enough anyway, about Justin. God. God. Fun fact: gross. you remember that Super Bowl twenty years ago? Yeah. yeah. The sponsor of that Super Bowl halftime show was American Online Top Speed. Oh. And joining JT they? and <laughs> Janet Jackson on the stage. Jessica Simpson, Nelly, P. Diddy, and Kid Rock. What a group. Oh. Wow. So there's your fun Jessica fact for Super Simpson. Bowl. Yeah. Oh, Jessica. She's a sweetheart. Let's do another one. <laughs> Let's move on. Unless you want to deep dive into Super Bowl halftime no. shows, which I would love to do anytime you want to. Yeah. Let's go with this one here. Uh, follow along. Again, it's a long one. Uh, the label rep for this foreign-born A-list singer is planning an intervention to stop the self-destructive partying that has gotten so out of hand that the singer has been in breach of contract for months. Ooh. He is supposed to release a new album by the end of this year, but he's been skipping recording studio sessions and showing up hungover to the ones that he does make. The label doesn't want to pursue legal action but until he's going to cost them several thousands of dollars in lost studio time which is coming soon he's reportedly struggling to find passion in his sound and brand image and is searching for a new publicist okay a lot going on there i a uh-huh. point of clarification yeah foreign born a minus list singer is that the person yes with the issue that's the person yeah. with all these issues yes okay Go um on. i would say this is justin bieber Oh yeah, I for some reason felt like it wasn't because I don't know that we have heard him recording. This is somebody who's literally has supposed to have deals in place, supposed to have a new album out by the end of this year, and apparently has been missing recording sessions. Hmm. It's not a north of the border guy, is it? Yes, it is. North oh, is his name Sean Mendez? Yes, it is. Really, oh. this is interesting because this oh, is he's kind hung of over. Out of character for Mr. Mendez. Uh, yes, according to this, Sean Mendez, who, and we actually uh, a few months ago had a very similar blind saying that he was missing sessions and it was costing the studio a lot of money. But according to this, uh, they're trying to set up an intervention to stop the self destructive partying that apparently Sean Mendez is up to. It's gotten out of hand and been an issue and a breach of contract for months. He's been skipping studio sessions, showing up hungover to the ones that he does show to, and apparently he's been uh, reportedly struggling to find passion in his sound and brand image and is searching for a new publicist you know i will say while i find this still to be kind of out of left field for him even though you know you mentioned the previous blind the the prior space that he seemed to occupy in the blinds was that like he just didn't want to do this anymore he was kind of like not like committed to it like maybe there was some other like personal stuff that he didn't want to like deal with his contract relationship Exactly. Yep, exactly. And so this makes me just think it's taken a turn, which is really unfortunate. And I hope it's not true because because he's really so talented. Oh, yeah. my gosh. But like all we would see is like him like running shirtless or hiking shirtless with his old doctor lady friend. Remember? Her? Oh, mm-hmm. right. The chiropractor. Yeah. Yep. Is adjusting him. And he had canceled that tour. 
Mm. Remember, he canceled his tour, right? Took I, some time off, like a mental yeah. health break. Okay. I think I saw him. You saw him? I think I saw him here at Excel. What? Yeah, I did. Oh, oh, like at the when yeah. he, before it got canceled? Mm-hmm. Oh. There's a big, tell me if I'm right, listeners. There's a big flower on stage that lights up. It's like a huge rose. Okay. I can't believe, so I had it. to do it for work. And I had to like host this week. Oh, you week. poor thing! You had to. I know, but you it, had to go see Sean Mendes. It wasn't the reason why. <laughs> no, it's really hard I'm for you. Sorry, it's just I don't recall what the concert was, and I think that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Would make sense because apparently he canceled that show right in the middle of it, and the next stop was you think you were like the final show, maybe because the next stop was the Pfizer Forum in Milwaukee. Okay, and that would make sense that they'd go from here to Milwaukee. Yeah, but that was true. when he canceled that. I can't see exactly when that last show was, but okay, that's very possible. I'll well, see. we haven't seen him out and about. We have He's not. not been doing paparazzi strolls. No, nope. he, he did have the um the potato incident. Remember, was it potatoes that fell out of the back of his? Oh truck? my God! Yes, Literally his whole the, foods bag. The like, last oh thing we God, saw of potatoes. him is he had either fruit or veggies falling out of the back of his vehicle. He had left his gate open mm-hmm. so we could see into his uh, trunk. <laughs> yep, he left his back door open and I could see in his trunk. Um. And a bunch of potatoes fell out. There must have been nothing going on that day at TMZ because seriously, you're going to be like, look, he bought potatoes. But also it was weird. Like, why didn't he close his door and then unload the groceries? It was almost as if he was like, look at me unloading my potatoes. Maybe. Or maybe he just forgot he was a celebrity for a minute. Yeah, sure, Don. (laughs) Let's do another one. Okay. We got to do a little cleanup. You know, I like to do this sometimes when we give you an answer that proves to be incorrect. So uh, I'm going to read this one for you. You'll probably remember it. This foreign-born, one-name, permanent A-list singer has no desire to ever go on tour again, doesn't have the voice any longer to do it, and makes more money doing things that uh, don't force her to be on the road for two years. We are originally said that that is Adele mm. and we uh we got to get we got to get this corrected you know what's interesting is the only other person i could think of is two names so it's not Celine it is not no so i just saw a video of her you know she's struggling with oh, that no, slow yeah. so awful. what's it called slow body yeah I disease so. or something where she has like really painful muscle spasms oh. i felt bad but it also made me miss her okay so it's not Celine uh and it's not Stiff Adele person syndrome Stiff person, Stiff syndrome. person yes. syndrome. Thank you for uh, that. No, record. no on both of those. Shakira, single name or uh, one named foreign. Excuse me, foreign born, one name, permanent A list singer has no desire to ever go on tour again. Doesn't have the voice for it any longer, and makes more money doing things that don't force her to be on the road for two years. That second part, I think, is key. Okay, so she's Somebody not currently had, on tour. No, and she. Not Madonna. Nope. Oh, she's not. But she also uh, is able to make more money doing things that don't require her to be on the road for two years. Mm. Oh. Somebody that makes a lot of money away from music. Okay. Yeah. Does she have a lifestyle brand? Mm-hmm. Oh, she does. She's a singer. Rihanna. Oh, you got there. Oh. Rihanna, apparently. People were excited that she might perhaps be going on tour after the Super Bowl halftime show. But according to this blind, uh, she has no interest whatsoever of touring again. She mm. doesn't really have the voice for it anymore and makes more money doing things that won't for- force her to be on the road for two years. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. And she has little kids. So mm-hmm. that's important to be home with your little kids. As we listen to Britney's book. Oh, gosh. Well, she's anyway. She's not going to be. 
with her kids because they stole her children. I know they I did. Would, I just saw we got a text from our good friend Colleen who oh my correctly gosh. guessed Rihanna. Nice. Oh, Colleen. Thank you. Okay. Um, also very sad and depressed uh, at that prospect because I did see... Rihanna, last time she was on tour with Colleen, in fact, oh, and some very nice listeners who were not Rihanna fans at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do another one. All right. I feel like he's throwing shade at me because. No. At you? <laughs> because the Sean Mendez. I I was in the suite. No, 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 no. This was literally, it was one of those things where we, it was like we took people. Yeah. I'll explain. They just were not fans. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm trying to be kind. <laughs> the uh, we'll, we'll move on to this one. The permanent A-list singer is not the one pushing for a new television series. Oh man, how people love try making money off of her. The permanent A-list singer is not the one pushing for a TV series. Oh, how people love trying to make money off of her. Permanent A-list singer mm-hmm. series, and they're trying to make money off her. Yep. Oh, Brittany. Yep. Yes, we know this. This was a story I was going to share with you yesterday. Fill in the blind. Uh, apparently, there's some rumors that uh, they might be turning the memoir into a TV series. Oh, my God. That's well, right. according to the blind, uh, Brittany has nothing to do with that, nor ow, she. Ow, ow. Oh, oh, oh. I just stabbed myself. Sorry. Oh, oh, don't do that. I went to close the pen, but grab the other side, and that. Oh. Are you okay? No, I'm totally fine. Okay. I'm a. Is there blood? Because I'm going to pass out. No, there might Mike, be blood. Michael I can't get, tell. Is it, it bleeding? Mike is going to pass out. Don't. We're good. Uh, Brittany uh, is not the one pushing for that television series about her memoir. Everyone loves making money off of her. Uh, more importantly, how's your finger? My finger's fine. I Deep probably stop. got tetanus. Yeah, oh. You need to put a bleach wipe on it. I will. Um, But this story, <laughs> as I'm filling in the blanks, people are like, wow, great. First aid with... Wipe. Well, I just don't want you to put your dirty hand next to I the know, wound. I know. <laughs> wound. Um, <laughs> Brittany, there was a story yesterday that CAA or somebody was close to a deal to buy the rights to the woman in me I just... and turn that into a series or a movie. And I... I know, I know you're doing that thing, Don, but I'm telling you, I think a series would be kind of genius. If it's done, like you are literally rolling your eyes out of your head. (laughs) Well, and by that I mean, think of The Crown, but with Britney. Wow. I I just, he's trying to convince me of this yesterday. I'm like, (laughs) no, no, and no. You don't think? Because unless she's in complete control and she's on the set every day. Yeah, but we don't need any more milk in her story and people making money. She's going to make money, though. She'll make the money. Yeah. I mean, she's going to sell the rights. Girl, you wrote a book and somebody wanted to buy your story. You'd sell it. She's not going to sell it, is she? I don't know, but I just want it. And also, it could just be that I'm. I don't. I don't want it. I want her to move on and have peace. But I want it done well. Like, no Ryan Murphy. He can't do it. Oh, God. We're not letting Brian Murphy do it. No, nowhere near it. Okay. Coming this spring to Netflix. Tattoo time. (laughs) (laughs) Tattoo time. Or mind your business, (laughs) Bia. Mind your business. Uh, Mike, what do you think about? A Britney series. Oh, I'd be like everybody else. I'd be sitting there with popcorn ready to watch. I'd love it. Like no lifetime special because like that would just get really. 
I mean, they should do that anyway, actually. Oh, okay, now I'm totally changing my mind. Lost his mind. You need to do that and is it give the me wound? a crown. Are it you losing blood? It really hurts. Okay. This uh, will be a fun one to, to turn things around for you. Let's do another one. Here we go. This might hurt your mind as well, but it is fun. This former A-plus list singer is probably a minus list now, but still with A-plus name recognition. She was trying to find two women to take home at a party, but she didn't get any takers until she started offering a whole lot of cash. Even then, she could only find one to take home to her partner. Oh, Oh, uh, is this Madonna? It is not. Oh, Madonna don't got to offer money to nobody. Okay, former A-plus list. Now you'd call her A-minus. But then name recognition still A-plus, according to the blind item Not Celine Dion. (laughs) Barbara Streisand. No and no. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, okay. And she is she an American woman? She is an American woman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Um, former Wait, I thought a you said plus f- oh, former. That's what former. the F is. Former A. Let's read it again here. The yeah. former, former A. <laughs> former A plus lister mm-hmm. is probably A minus list now, still with A plus list name recognition, though. She was trying to find two women to take home at a party, but she didn't want, didn't have any takers until she started offering a whole lot of cash. Even then, she could only find one to take home to her partner. Oh. Hmm. Let's see here. Who would Who have to like a plus? pay for it? Well, is it what? I don't know. What kind of music is she a pop star? Yep. And keep in mind, it was named A plus then, so now not A plus list. So obviously, bigger years ago. Oh gosh, not necessarily how many years ago. And this isn't a one name. I keep getting that stuck in my head. Not a one name. No. Okay. Would she have been at the height of her career in the early two thousands? Exactly. Mariah Carey. Nope. That's a good guess. But also, I would hope she wouldn't have to pay for it. Um, and also, I don't know that she's with a man right now. But Early 2000s, very late 90s, got uh, her first big hit. Gwen Stefani? Mm-mm. <laughs> All these people. It's just, I don't know why. It makes Jessica Simpson? Nope. Bigger than, every, or bigger than the, bigger than the last people. one you just named. Mm. Bigger. It would be like a Britney level. Oh, many would argue they were. Oh, very much at the same. Christina Aguilera. Christina Aguilera. Oh, she's getting freaky deaky. Oh, poor Christina. You gotta like what? What? How much money? What? How does that work? Like you're like I'll do it. No, and she's like, well, what if I gave you a thousand dollars? I mean, how do you even say that? Like, I know what would look great on you, honey. Me, a diamond necklace, and me, and my husband. Who's her man? Uh, His name is Matthew Rutler. Maybe he's gross. Maybe he's gross. Maybe that's why the person was like, I don't want to get with Matthew Rutler. Oh, he's not. I mean, yeah. Also, he just kind of looks like a dude. I mean, no shade, but yeah, he just looks like a normal dude. Probably filling in the blind here as you guys look up Matthew Rutler, Christina Aguilera, <laughs> uh, who is uh, a plus or was an A plus list singer, probably A minus list now, but still with A plus name recognition. She was trying to find two women to take home from a party, but couldn't find any takers until she started offering a whole bunch of cash. Even then, she could only find one to take home to her partner Matthew. Well, I hope it was a good one. Mm-hmm. You know. 
quality <laughs> over quantity. <laughs> True. Once Funny, I wasn't able to, to find two, mm-hmm. but this the one I did find. A plus plus. I mean, she's been married to him also, for a while. It bring looks like. two men, so that would mean two one, men, two, three, or two women. That would be. Um, you can tell where You're, my mind is. Uh, one, two, three women three, and one guy, and one guy. That is too much. <laughs> are they? I don't think they're married. Oh, they're not. I don't okay. think. I think they've just been together for a while. They've been together for thirteen. Oh, it says husband years. to be, but I guess they've never put a ring on it. Oh, well, there's a whole article from October uh-huh. that says uh-huh. why they aren't uh-huh. married. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, after you know, a nine year engagement. So they're engaged. Choice. Yeah. And they have kids. Well, it's 13 years now. Yep. Oh, my goodness. So it was 2010. Why? Or a kid. They share a 14 year old. Okay. Okay. Well, he's a master class executive. Oh, oh, he is now. Okay. So there you go. What did we learn today what's, during what's Blinded his by the Master class. Mm. <laughs> I know what it is. Threesomes. Yep. What Failed did we learn today? Um, get your checkbook ready. Get your checkbook you ready. need to have. Oh God! Do you think she wrote class. a check? <laughs> and then in the memo it says for sex. Like, can you can you cash this? <laughs> That's what you do in Venmo anyway. You yeah. just put the I know. worst sort of uh, title you can when you give it. To yeah. The weight control centers. It's fall, and Livia wants you to fall back to you, the you that you used to be. Uh, maybe things have gotten a little wacky in your life. Well, Livia Weight Control Centers wants to help you make the most of every single day. And doing the Livia program, you can be really successful on this. It is just so easy. I did the program and they want you to join right now. Three months free. If you mention me, that's what you're going to get. And you can lose up to 10 pounds or more in your first two weeks. Get started today before the holidays. Think about how much weight you can lose by the new year if you start today. Once again, 10 pounds or more in your first two weeks, you could lose. And this is doctor recommended. All of their programs are. And uh, three months free if you mention me. 855-GO-LIVIA. Or you can go to Livia.com. Livia was voted Minnesota's best weight loss program for three years in a row. It's Don McLean for Livia Weight Control Centers.